Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by the founder of Coming to New York City, Katie Smith. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We are tired. We are <laughs> in week two of coronavirus quarantine in our house, week two of homeschooling our kids, uh, week two of barely going outside. It has been a season. And so we started two podcasts ago saying, hey, it's, things aren't that different right now. Last week, things are getting different quickly. Now it's very, very different in our whole world. Um, yeah. And I would say, and, and as people have heard, New York City is at the epicenter of the coronavirus uh, at this point. Right. And it is a day-to-day -day world. So, Kitty, from your seat, how would you describe the state of New York City in our state? Yeah, so just like you said, everything's different. Um, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Let's just start <laughs> with, um, just like when we said everything is different, um, you know, our governor, Andrew Cuomo, is giving updates yeah. every day. Like, yeah. that is how quickly everything's changing. And, yeah. and you guys know that. I mean, um, I'm sure that you're keeping an eye on the news and all of that. But it's just crazy that he has to come out every day because yes. that's how quickly things are changing. And I've just caught little bits of today's um, update, but it seems like the curve, we are not flattening the curve. The curve is only getting spikier up there. Um, and that's not a technical term, but um, anyways, it's, yeah, it's getting, um, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Um, and it's somewhat hard to tell because we're in our apartment all the time mm -hmm. and we don't see anybody we yep. don't and we talk to a few people yep. here and there yep. but it's hard when you look out the window you think oh it's a beautiful spring day like yep. i want to go outside i want to go enjoy this this is the perfect time to go to the park and you can't see everything that's happening behind these walls and i know just a few blocks down we've got some of the the biggest hospitals in New York City and I know that they're overwhelmed but when you look outside you can't see it and so it's just this it's like this push and pull of like I know this is happening yep. I can't see it but that means I still need to stay inside but it's hard because it's such a beautiful spring day um, the girls and I actually did get out for a walk a little bit today we needed some fresh air because honestly I hadn't been outside since probably it's probably been four days five yeah. days yeah. since I've been outside um and yeah we went out for a walk and there are signs of spring everywhere the flowers are starting yeah. to bloom yeah. the trees are getting beautiful flowers on yeah. them and the see girls, cherry blossoms across the street yeah, yeah the girls even said I can't believe that it's spring and we can't be out here more like we can't be out here enjoying it. Um, Emery said it made her sad today because it's true. They would normally be out th at the playground with their friends. And instead we're taking a quick walk around. And then the whole time I'm nervous, like they stay on our yeah. side of the sidewalk. Yep. Um, there was a small group of people who kind of congregated and were talking and I'm like, come on, like yeah. what part do we, do you guys not understand? And yeah. so then we're trying to go around them on the sidewalk because we're just, you know, we just did a really quick walk, but then yeah. there's some people who are still congregating, and I I just don't understand that <laughs> at yeah. all. Yeah, 
So it's it's different. I mean, I would say just practically from what we can see out the window, uh, we probably will make it through this whole podcast without a siren. You know, we're hearing yeah. much fewer sirens. The street is much slower. I mean, I would say it's almost like a normal street everywhere else. I mean, it's just yeah, a, a few cars here and there. There's not traffic. There's not constant honking. There's no mm-hmm. no siren. A few sirens, but not many. Not not at all. And just a few people walking down the sidewalk here and there. Uh, but it is it is definitely quiet on York Avenue, you know, and, and what we can see uh, out out our window. And so it's uh, you can you can feel that pace. And then you know we did a Zoom call yesterday with a lot of our friends here in New York, and uh, you could see the the anxiousness in in all of them, you know, and, and some that have yeah. lived in New York City for a long time and are just feeling like this is. There's never been anything like this in New York City. 9-11 is the closest thing people compare to it, but it's it's quite different, you know? Yeah, well, because everybody was able to come together. Yeah. Um, they were able to meet in the churches and in their homes yeah. and in the streets and reach out to each other and give each other a hug yeah. and comfort each other while that was happening. And obviously it was terrible and, you know, awful, and I would never want that to happen again. Um, but this is a different level of feeling isolated and yep. feeling alone and that stuff will mess with your head even you know yep. possibly even more um than you know other things that have occurred here yep. and that's what's scary is that people and there's there's no end in sight you know a lot of other times that there's a, a tragedy that happens it's an a moment it's you know an instance and it and then you learn how to to move on and move forward here we don't know when it's going to end um there is no end date in fact the mayor said yesterday he doesn't think that the kids will be going back to school this year and that you know honestly it it had an effect on me because um and we'll talk about this in in just a minute just about our personal feelings and homeschool and all that kind of stuff but um those kinds of things start to um i mean mess with your head and and lead to anxiety and depression and um i've i've never really felt depression and anxiety before um you know i i have a little bit because i'm a human and um i know people in my family have dealt with it so mm-hmm. you know I've, I've felt it here and there but i've never felt it the way that i have with this situation um and it really caught me off guard i was not i was not expecting to feel these emotions of Honestly, at first it was lost in grief and um, and sadness, and now it's kind of a little bit more anxiety over the future and things that are happening, and um, I'm trying to learn from it and trying to move on, but I wasn't expecting all of those emotions at all. Yeah, yeah. It's There's, there's so much to this, and, and maybe before we get into personal stuff, mm-hmm. of the, the scope of what's happening in New York City, I mean, I, I think... One is the governor shut down anything that's non-essential. And so yeah. so 100% of non-essential businesses, our fruit cart, is now shut down. Um, and so basically grocery stores, essential construction, so the construction of the building next door shut down on the outside of their building. Actually, um, it's not. No? No, I saw workers there today. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I would have thought that was non-essential, and I hadn't seen them in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, so supposedly not essential i mean but restaurants are open for delivery or takeout not eat in restaurants so what's so interesting yeah. though is i don't feel like that's much different than anywhere else in the united states um which is good on other cities because you're being proactive and um 
I'm sure it's really hard for you because you may not have that many cases right now. And you're like, this is kind of extreme for the level of cases that we have. Um, I would say listen to it, even if it doesn't make a lot of sense right now, um, and know that you guys could be in our situation. I hope that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. I hope they're able to figure out a way, or hopefully your city has locked down early enough to help sp- stop the spread. But it also makes me wonder if we're doing enough here. Yeah. Um, if we're doing the same things that every other city in the United States is doing, is that enough? Because yeah. clearly things are spreading faster than they even anticipated. Yeah. So the fact that our mayor will not close the playgrounds yeah. is, it, it's a little strange to me. Um, the fact that they just aren't policing things a little bit more. Yeah. And I'm not saying that people need tickets or we need yeah. to, you know, but maybe, a, but maybe, you know, yeah. like a lot of people are not taking it as seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, makes me wonder if we're doing enough and I have a feeling that we're probably not and I'm not sure what the mayor's reasoning is on that right now um I'm not his biggest fan in general (laughs) so um it makes me really worried that we aren't doing enough and we're going to be in this apartment for a very very long time yeah it's hard to know right now Mm -hmm. I think that's that's one of the hard things uh in the state of mind in a place where you don't know, we don't know when normal is going to be normal again. We don't know when we'll be able to feel free and comfortable leaving our apartment. And so it's so much of the anxiety comes in the unknown mm-hmm. is we don't know when the, the numbers aren't going to keep increasing, when we're going to see fewer people uh, that are being tested positive for the virus. You know, right now they're getting the Javits Center set up as a, um, as a hospital. You know, and so they're they're preparing. And the Javits Center is huge. Yes. I mean, and they're yeah, asking all huge. hospitals to double their capacity. And um, it still won't be enough. And it still said. won't be enough. So so yeah. it is. They they are what they're anticipating even uh, is pretty overwhelming. So we there's just so much still unknown, and so we sit mm-hmm. in a state of not knowing, but news keeps getting worse on a daily basis. Right. Um, and, and we try not to watch yeah. the news. That's the hard part too. <laughs> yeah. Is we're all in this apartment together. Um, the kids are trying to do homeschool during the day, and maybe we'll talk about that yeah. next, what our homeschool stuff looks like. Um, but I don't want to have the news on all the time. Yep. But then I feel like things change so fast that if I don't pay attention, that, yep. yeah, I'm going to miss some important news. Yeah. So but, so let's talk about our lives now. Okay. And so what our new normal is, uh, I don't even know where to begin. What? To, <laughs> let's talk about a day in the life of the Smith family now. Yeah, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> it's like the same thing every morning. Um, we have decided, though, as a family that we're going to get up and we're going to get dressed yep. um, on the weekdays. Yes. Now, weekends, it's every man for themselves. They do, yes. you know, yes. sleep in, get whatever you want to eat. All of that, but on the weekdays, we have decided that we are going to wake up, all of us. We're going to get dressed, brush our hair, brush our teeth, um, all of that, and meet for a family meeting at eight fifteen in the morning. Yep. So, we all, um, Nils and I, don't eat breakfast in the mornings, but the girls get their breakfast and they come to the table, and we all sit down. And you know, this is probably a highlight is that we have started doing a verse of the day. Um, which has led to some really great conversation with our family and we pray all together in the morning and kind of talk about our day for a few minutes. And so, um, yeah, we, that's a highlight. That's something that we 
didn't normally do on a yeah. normal weekday morning. And, and so, I'd normally be on an airplane. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so I'm home every day. And mm-hmm. so that, that for me has been extra special about this and, and one of the joys yeah. of this. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then at 840, both of the girls have Zoom meetings. Um, they call them morning meetings with their their teachers and their mm-hmm. classes. And so if you've watched my Instagram yep. story, you know that they get their little laptops and Shelby always wears a dress in the morning. Like she <laughs> yes. likes to wear her dress. She wore whatever. her Easter dress today. Yeah. She's, yep. I know. And that was, I know that kind of broke my heart yeah. because I had bought her a dress to wear for Easter, obviously before all this happened. Yep. Yep. Um, and a couple other new like spring dresses because she's yes. very, she loves to dress up. Um, and when she put them on in the morning, it was kind of like, yeah, you know, like, Go ahead and it's kind of yeah yeah it's you know and and I and so Shelby said to us said to me this morning she said since we're probably not going to be able to do much for Easter I, I wanted to go ahead and wear it for school today and and it's it's emotional you know as you think about that and and what she's also saying when she says that is Easter's the day after her birthday and okay. so I think in her mind she's thinking we're not going to be able to do much for my birthday either and so and it's, these and are the true. things yeah. that we're we're having to process and right. uh, this will be her eighth birthday and what her eighth birthday reality will be um and that when you start getting into those kind of things and yeah. what that what that means um you know i, I think we had uh, you know heard recently somebody's family member who died they can't even have a funeral right now right i mean there's just so many so uh, many layers to layers it. to this that that when you think about just the normal that's tough and then when you start thinking about the the um the special moments that are now lost in being special, but you try to still make them special. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, there's just a lot. And so our kids, you know, uh, are processing it in their own way too. And yes. so it's, Katie's not a really emotional person, but this is making <laughs> all of us somewhat emotional. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just, a, it's a lot to process. So that's the sure. reality. So, yeah. So Shelby so, got dressed this morning. Yeah. We'll go back to Emery, the Emery yeah. wears whatever t-shirt and she's been doing side ponytails. <laughs> I don't know where yes. that came from with a scrunchie, but they, yep, they get thing. dressed. They, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of fun because... You know, it doesn't matter what they wear because they're yeah. not going anywhere. No, like no. they don't have to wear certain things because they have but PE they, that day yeah. or whatever. Like but they do care because they're getting on a video conference yeah, call. Yeah, exactly. Um, luckily, we just got them both Chromebooks in the last six months or so. Right. Yeah. So that worked out really well. Um, so they both get on their Zoom calls and they get to see their friends and yep. all of that, which, which is, is so which is so cute because so you cute. hear them like, especially in Shelby's class. Hi, the second hi, graders. Hi, and they're just calling out to each other, <laughs> uh, just saying hi, and then they'll respond, and she'll be wait for somebody to say hi to her, and then she'll say hi, Jack, hi, you know, Mary. Yeah. And it's it's pretty cute to watch them. And, and Shelby's been wearing they they both have my different Bluetooth earpieces, so Shelby wears my little like one ear um, at Bluetooth a Bluetooth thing <laughs> that's like for my <laughs> for my phone calls, and she loves that. And yeah. Emery's wearing my. Amazon Echo Echo Buds, which are huge, sticking out of her ears, that it's fun yeah. watching them. Well, they're lucky that they have you because you like can get them set up on Zoom, no problem. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you want what kind of headphones do you <laughs> yeah. want? Like, have you got a whole yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they got lucky to have a dad who is fully has, stuck. Has too many headphones and laptops yeah. Yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, they do that, and they do their read-alouds with their class. Like, the teacher is yeah. still reading the same books, which I really yeah. like. Like, they're finishing out their chapter books and all yeah. that. So 
Um, and then from there, they they have Google Classroom that they use, and so the teachers put up the assignments on there. Um, this is only day two of doing Google Classroom and the Zoom meeting, so the yeah. teachers are still learning. Yeah. It's funny because my fourth graders <laughs> teachers are a little bit younger, yep. so they've got it. They've yep. got it down. <laughs> they've got it working quite well. And so Emery, the fourth grader, is very self-sufficient. Like yep. she can get on Google Classroom. Yep. Now the fourth and fifth graders had already been using that platform yep. as they start to prepare for middle school, so they're more independent. Um, it's actually going really smoothly with her. Yeah. Like she knows where her assignments are, yeah. what to do. Google Classroom is amazing, by the way. Yeah, it really, really is. Impressed. I'm glad that yeah. they. Yeah, I'm glad that they're using it. Um, so things are going really well with her. I check in, and I just make sure that she's doing okay. Um, now with Emery, her teachers have been teaching a little bit longer. They're they're a little bit older, and so it's taking the learning yeah. curve with them is a little bit more, and so. Um, they're still figuring things out and the second graders obviously need a little bit more help. So, um, but we'll get it. I, I am optimistic about their schooling. Um, I am not, I am not a homeschool person. (laughs) Um, I respect those who are, um, I just, I don't, I don't know what it is about me. It's a personal flaw. It's not, (laughs) it's not the kids. It's just me. Um, but yeah, so so we're making it we're making it work. We're learning all yeah. of that, but all of their teachers have pitched in, so they actually still yeah. have PE. So um, Shelby was doing a workout with her yeah, PE teacher so today. It was really cute, and he had um, you know they should be doing basketball right now. So instead of doing basketball ball outside, they're doing um, he had them wad up some socks and shoot yeah. them into a laundry basket, and yeah. so they're all being creative. Emery still has band her. Um, band teacher still meets with them and they're still doing band. Um, the clarinet's still Does she playing. Get it on Zoom or yeah. A, a in there? yeah. 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 yeah and then, cool. um, art is still happening. Um, science is still happening. Like all of oh, technology, all those teachers have still, I appreciate that they, that they didn't just say, okay, let's forget about all the extra stuff. We're just going to focus on reading and writing and math and then everything else just whatever they've really made sure that the kids are doing all of it and i appreciate that a lot yep so that and and simultaneously katie runs a business that has 12 employees um and and i'm pretty much a full-time consultant and i've taken on a lot of new clients right now and all of my current clients need me full force right now uh because they're uh what i what we do is online and and they all need to be leaning into social media right now and in these online tools so we from a business standpoint have gotten a lot of business and that's been good for us in this season as i know so many are are struggling in this season Mm -hmm. Uh, but we're also running a business from home which is already challenging in a one-bedroom apartment uh normally but you add two kids homeschooling simultaneously and so yeah. yeah, you're taking a Zoom call. I mean, literally the other day, all four of us were on a Zoom call at the same time right. um, in a one-bedroom apartment. And uh, <laughs> and so it the complexity of, I need you to be quiet here. I need you to do this. I need, uh, I'm going to take this in here. Um, it's uh, It can be a whole lot, you know, and I think yeah. I, at the end of the day, we have not figured this out yet. You have juggled it. I've, I've been working a ton of hours a day and then you have been juggling the business and the kids and 
uh, meals because food isn't as easy either now. Uh, right. We're cooking most of our meals at home, uh, almost all of our meals at home. Um, and the girls used to have two meals a day at school, cool. you know, with right. breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's, um, it's, it's just been a lot now. Luckily, I mean, I, I think too, we've got desks at home. We've got good internet. We've got four computers. Like we, we are probably in the best possible shape for anybody in this situation. And it's hard. Sure. Um, yeah. And so when you think about the other people here in the city who we talked to a friend last night, who he's a photographer and videographer, He's got nothing, you know, like he right. literally cannot work uh, for a while. And that's his reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife yeah. is in banking and she's working so much, yeah. you know, yeah. overtime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday, it's interesting how things change from day to day. Yesterday I had Mondays are kind of my client meeting days. And so I was overwhelmed yesterday. I had several meetings while the girls were doing their first day of official homeschool. And I was overwhelmed. I went into the bathroom and ate some red velvet cake with the door shut while I was sitting on the floor. And I just did like, and I didn't do well yesterday. I felt like I was letting everybody down. And now when I talk to Nils and the girls and stuff like that, I mean, nobody thinks that I'm letting them down, but I could not help but feel that way. Um, Now today, because we run our own business, I'm able to edit my schedule a little bit and change it up. I did all homeschool in the morning, and yeah. then it wasn't until about 2 o'clock that I started working on business stuff. Um, I don't know that I can do that every day, but it made the day so much better. But I'm on a uh, WhatsApp group with a bunch of the parents from Shelby's class, her second grade class, and the parents who don't have a, that flexibility to change up yeah. their schedule, um, they're really struggling. Yeah. Um, and, and I know what that feels like because that was Monday for me. Um, so I don't know how we can change up our businesses or you know our companies yeah. or expectations of different companies, but these parents need a break. Yeah. Um, they really need somebody to go to bat for them or you know, yeah. I just I don't know what the solution is um, and I I feel like maybe it's our expectations of the companies that we work with um, yeah personally or business to business or something you know I just feel like and we kind of touched on this at the beginning after this is over nothing is going to be the same and I feel mm-hmm. like we have to start now just revamping and like rethinking everything because yeah this is not going to work with parents. We still have three months of school left. Yeah. And if we don't think about how all this is going to work together and our kids have to be a, a priority in some ways, you know, because their mental health, um, we yeah. have to make sure that they have, they're protected. Not in some ways and in, in all ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have to make sure that they're protected yeah. and they're taken care of and all of that. Yeah. So, um, there's yeah. just, there's so, there's so much. And I think there's this so is the overwhelming nature because you think about how are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to eat? You know, how are you going to pay rent? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to make sure your kids are good? Are you going to keep your sanity? Uh, the list goes on and on. So wh- I would say the state of where we are is we're doing great comparatively and overwhelmed uh, practically, you know. Sure. And uh, and so we, if we look at our situation to most other New Yorkers, we are, we're doing great. And doing yeah. great is still pretty tough. 
Yes. Um, and so and it's, it's okay. I have to tell myself like it's okay to be honest that this is really tough and yeah. just to yeah kind of own it and own whatever emotions come up with this and work through it. Now I don't want to wallow and be stuck someplace. Um, I want to try to find the joy in all of it, but it's taking longer than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, there's, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's so much to this. I don't know if you saw earlier, Katie, uh, our old neighbor, Brenda, uh, did you see what she posted on Facebook? Yeah. So about 10 curse words uh, to start, <laughs> just which describe her feelings of this season, mm-hmm. uh, which I would say are good descriptive of most New Yorkers. <laughs> and she then went into... Uh, I can't be more thankful for our teachers who have put scrambled to put together online education. And, and I, and I definitely uh, agree with that of nobody planned on this. Nobody was really, I mean, I don't know what they had ready, but it, the teachers didn't seem like they knew what to do, but the way they have scrambled and stepped up. And I think even been creative, like the PE teacher coming up with these ideas, he literally sent a a video on Monday saying, I don't know how we're going to do this. And today, he had a great workout that he had our daughter doing in our living room. And so he, uh, I, I love the way the teachers in the school system has stepped up and they're still passing out meals at the school. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, it. yeah, it's, it's completely impressive. I have seen some friends, um, in much smaller towns, like much smaller say that their district can't seem to figure out how they're going to do distance learning or e-learning um and i told my sister yesterday i said if new york city can figure it out we have one million students and if they can rally and get all these kids the ipads and the laptops and the internet access they need like so can you you know um and so i think this is just a great way to show i mean not to not to like brag or boast or anything but it's true like you think of the kids that we have in the school district, um, you know, the range is, is substantial. I mean, it's out of control, the range of, of families that are in the school district. And if they can get it together, anybody can. Um, and so some, you might have to fight for, for supplies and resources and all of that, but, but we can make this happen for our kids. And I'm very impressed if you don't have a governor or a, um, somebody that you feel like you can listen to their press conferences and get accurate information. Our governor, um, Andrew Cuomo, has really done a great job yes. of informing people and keeping people up to date and encouraging them. Yes. But then also giving them a, a dad quick kick in the rear. Yes. <laughs> like, he'll tell you, like, you need to stay inside with his New York accent and the whole thing. Yes. And he, he reminds me of the Hulk. And I, I just <laughs> feel like, like, I just trust that Andrew Cuomo is going to kick COVID-19's butt. You know, like, I just, you know, like, I hear him talk and I'm like, he speaks with confidence, yet authenticity, you know, and, and he's not a guy we've always loved or aligned with on, on all of his issues. But he, uh, from a leadership standpoint, has, has given us as New Yorkers, a, a lot of trust in, in that he's he's doing everything possible uh, to, to be on top of this, and he's fighting for us uh, every day in every way that he can. Uh, so, And I think this is yeah, important to really good. pay attention to as we come into an election season or, you know, local government uh, elections are coming up, you know, I don't think 
some this year, some in future years, but just watch, and this goes for companies too, how people react to this yeah. Um, yeah. says a lot. And yeah. it's really going to tell, it's going to inform my votes yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's important. Also, I saw like a meme on Twitter or something that says, next time you go apply for a job, ask them how they reacted to this the situation like what did they do with their employees um because i think people's true colors i think businesses and politicians um, motives are becoming more clear and what drives them is becoming very clear and um you know for nothing else we get to see people's true colors with this yep let's as we wrap up katie Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about the actual coronavirus and maybe our feelings around this. So we, we found out yesterday that our pastor and two of our pastors yeah. have the coronavirus, tested positive for the coronavirus. That yeah. was when you thought when you talk about it, like hitting home. Um, and now we've seen him like live streaming church services and on Instagram. And he seems fine. And he expressed that he has a, it, it's such a strange sickness that we still don't know that much about, it seems, because some people get really sick and die and some people like don't even know that they had it right and and test positive and so uh carl lentz our pastor shared on instagram yesterday that he tested positive for it and i'll tell you what that makes me think it like literally i I, i'm on zoom all day so i'm talking all day my voice has been hurting and i start thinking was my voice hurting or is my are my lungs tight and do i maybe have coronavirus like we think about it and i i i don't you know like at the end of the day if i have coronavirus i'm not supposed to do anything so i uh, or go anywhere. So I, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, I, in my mind, I feel like the head case situation start, like I'm overthinking everything. Right. Uh, and am I thinking I, um, I have coronavirus all the time. And that's why we have to act like we do because we don't know. Um, and New York city is doing per capita more tests than even China or South or yeah, yeah, South Korea did. And so there are a lot of tests around here, um, but still not enough, you yeah. know, still not enough for, yeah. for everybody who thinks that they could to get a test. So you just have to act like you are. And um, that's why in our building, you know, a lot of people have left our building. Our building is very quiet. Yeah. Um, people who have family outside of the city, they seem to have gone there or if they have houses outside the city, um, some people have left. Um, we can't get into the elevator with anybody else in our building. We have to be alone yeah, in the elevator. Right. Um, our doormen and our staff in the building are still working. They're still considered essential, yeah. um, but they're wiping down things 24-7. I mean, I looked at the um, the buttons in the elevator. They look like they have been wiped down yep. a million times. Yep. Like, the shine is gone from them. Like, yeah. they just don't look nice anymore because they're using these heavy cleaning products on the insides of these elevators and door handles and all of that. So, yeah. um, And they're nervous talking to them. Sure. You know, um, it's, yeah. And we can't have deliveries come up anymore. Yep. That's Um, right. If we have our grocery, well, grocery delivery, it's about a week out right now. So if you want delivery, I could probably go on the app and get a delivery for a week from now. So we have groceries coming tomorrow that we ordered last week, um, but they can't come up. They have to stay at the front desk and then we have to go get them and then wash our hands and yeah. you know do the whole thing. Yeah. So our building itself is taking precautions for us, which I appreciate. And yeah. they're doing all that they can to keep us safe. Um, 
as far as like groceries and stuff, we didn't talk about that too much. Um, you've actually been to the grocery store more than me, so yeah. you can talk about it more. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been a couple times. Yeah, it's um, try not to. Yeah, try not to. And they, um, you know, it's tight. You know, uh, New York City stores are just tight. So it's trying to stay six feet away from people is impossible at the grocery store. But but you what you are seeing is, uh, and they're not limiting the number of people who can go in yet. They uh, are. But, Today okay. I walked by Dags. and Dags, they were limiting the number of okay. people. Because yeah. I thought, I figured they would have done that already. Yeah, yeah. But today, today was I the actually day they saw started. it. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but I, you know, you would, you would experience when you're going down an aisle, you see somebody like, okay, I'm going to go down a different aisle and kind of taking different routes. And, uh, but I, I saw even, you know, I saw actually, I, I tried to record it Two old people got in a fight at the grocery store, um, you know, earlier this week, or I guess last week, uh, like literally like hit each other. Um, and they had to take the man out. It was a man and a woman. Um, and it was, uh, it's just, and it was tensions. And they weren't in there together. They no, were. No, yeah. uh, just tensions are high. Um, and, and I remember yesterday or, or two days ago when I was in the store checking out and um, this couple was agitated and uh, they were trying to tell the cashier something, but they had masks on and she couldn't hear them and they were getting frustrated and uh, brought her to tears, the, the cashier, and, and you can feel her anxiety and it's, uh, you know, you just, you, it's, it's the feeling everywhere. And I, and I, and I tried to encourage her in that of like, thank you for keeping your store open. And, and we had a good interaction in that moment. Um, and you could just see, there's a lot of people there too, that are being extra kind, uh, and looking out, you can see stress levels high, but you can also see even when that fight brought, broke out, nobody wanted to touch <laughs> these people, but they also jumped in and remove the guy um and these were the people in the grocery store not necessarily the grocery store workers and so it um new yorkers are are still looking out for each other and it's yeah it's, it's just it's a crazy time and i think we'll we'll keep sharing updates as we're able and um emotionally up to it i mean i think every day becomes a little more emotionally significant and um, but we want to give everybody an inside look into life here in New York City. What's happening. Yeah. And, and this is our story. And so we're documenting it. And our kids will listen to this 20 years from now and, and remember who, this. Who would have thought when we started, like, <clears throat> excuse me, the Instagram and the podcast and all of that, we're like, we'll share our stories and, you know, about what's happening. And all the fun. All the fun City. that we're doing. <laughs> all the places to the go action. and all of that. But, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like. I never saw this coming, obviously, to take such a turn. Um, I always wondered if we would be in New York City during a major, you know, event. And we are. And so I want to document it. (laughs) One of the guys in our Connect group asked me yesterday, he was like, so how are things with coming to New York City? I'm like, this is a very interesting time to be in the the space of, you know, tourism or you know that kind of stuff so but you know it's a really neat time to tell our story and to share what's going on and and the reality is because if you do move to new york city you have to take both sides of it um the great i mean 99 percent of the time it's fantastic living here um and you have so much to do but then when something like this happens you are in a in the biggest city in the united states and things like this take a bigger toll um and so you have to take both sides. So we're here to share both sides yep. with you. Yeah. So that's our story. We'll keep you guys updated. Katie will most primarily keep you updated on Instagram uh, as she's able. And if you have any questions, 
uh, send those to Katie yeah. uh, in, in the DMs. She uh, she loves to answer your questions and uh, anything you want to send. And if you want to send a video message right now, we'd love to get a video <laughs> message on uh, an Instagram or something. We, we'd love to just connect. Keep it appropriate. Personally, keep it appropriate. <laughs> Uh, that, that is a good, uh, please keep it appropriate. I'm talking to you, Aaron Magnuson. Um, so we will, uh, we will talk to you next time, uh, on, on the podcast. Thanks for listening.